Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me on the Word Podcast. We're in 2 Samuel 22. And is there not just a huge amount of encouragement and exhortation in this chapter? Remember, this is a song that David wrote. And uh, he wrote it after God delivered him, after God rescued him from his enemies and from King Saul, his father-in-law. <laughs> it's a tremendous account in the Scripture, a long account, detailed account of David's life and what all happened. So we're going to pick it up in the 28th verse. We stopped there in our last episode because David starts declaring uh, things about God. Like in the 20th verse, he says, and you, 29th verse, by you. The 30th verse, by you, by my God. 31st verse, as for God. He's declaring these things. And these are great. Listen to these things, okay? Grab a hold of them. In verse 28, he says, And you saved and afflicted people, but your eyes are on the haughty whom you abase. The Lord will save those who are afflicted. You know, I meant to say this in the last couple of episodes. Every one of these things speaks to things that are in our lives, folks. There are things that we need to be delivered from. Okay, there's things that uh, some of us need to be delivered from within the spiritual sense. There's things that most of us need to be delivered from within the natural, within the physical sense. Okay, there's things that we need to happen. Okay, and we need to do what David did cry out to the Lord, said, Lord, please do this. We need this. I'm trusting in you, I'm resting in you. Now, David says this in verse 29 For you, he's speaking to God, for you are my lamp, O Lord. And the Lord illumines my darkness. So what is he saying here? And David says this in various psalms and places several times. In one place he says, Lord, your word is a light unto my feet. You know, right? Light unto my path. That's what he's saying. He said, God, you are the one that brings illumination. You illumine my darkness. Those arenas where I am dark, where I can't see, where I don't understand. You are the one that illumines that, that, that removes the darkness, that brings understanding, that brings illumination, that brings enlightenment. God, you are the one that does this. You are my lamp. We usually err because we try to shine light in our own way and bring forth our own revelation, right? And David's saying, no, I don't have anything to do with that. Verse 30, it says this, four, notice there's a four there. Verse 29 started off that way. He says, for you are my lamp. For. So it's like uh, he's building on this argument of this song that he's been declaring of the greatness and the wonder of God. Verse 30, he says, for by you I can run upon a troop. A troop? Yeah, it's a, it's a band of soldiers, uh, particularly a, a marauding band of soldiers, a marauding band of soldiers, uh, an enemy that's coming against you. He says, God, it's by you that I can do this. Now, remember why he was writing this. He was writing this in declaration unto God for giving him victory over all his enemies. Remember that phrase? All his enemies and King Saul. Then he says this, by my God, I can leap over a wall. <laughs> and you go, okay, well, can't most soldiers leap over a wall? Well, yeah, yeah. But what is he saying? <laughs> He's saying... It's the Lord himself that brings a, um, a spring to my step. It's literally that idea. 
that it's the Lord himself that brings not only physical strength, but spiritual strength and gives me that which I need to leap over that wall, to run up on that troop, to not be slowed down. It's the Lord that does this. Verse 31, as for God, his way is blameless. The word of the Lord is tested. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. Now, what? Just give heed to what David's saying here. He's saying the word of the Lord is tested. He says, I can say that because I've experienced it in my life. Most all of us would sit there and say, yes, the, the, I believe the word of God. Yes, the word of God has been tested. I believe that. I believe, but when we believe that experientially, <laughs> we believe it because we've actually experienced it. We've seen it in our own life. That really is another level of belief, is it not? Another level of understanding. And that's what David is saying. He's saying, the Lord is tested. His ways are blameless. Okay, Because of him, I can run upon this troop. I can chase them down, leaping over a wall if I have to. It is the Lord that illumines my point of confusion when I don't understand, when I don't know what to do. It's the Lord that will bring light to that lack of knowledge. And he tells us he is a shield to all who take refuge in him. So that's the question that comes. Are we really taking refuge in him? Verse 32, David asked two questions. He says this, for who is God beside the Lord? And who is a rock beside our God? So he's saying this, why are you taking refuge in anything else? Why would you even consider taking refuge in anything else? Why would you consider be having anything else as a shield. Do you really think that your financial resources are going to be a defense for when things come against you? Do you really think that your knowledge, your physical capabilities, your wisdom, your understanding, you think that that is going to protect you? <laughs> David said, no, 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 no. That's going to have nothing to do with it. It is the Lord. It is the Lord who is our rock. What other rock is there? Beside that, and of course, the uh, unanswered answer right here (laughs) to these two questions is, there are none. It is only the Lord. As a matter of fact, David is about to move in and declare what God has done because the Lord is his rock, because the Lord is his refuge, because the Lord is his buckler, because the Lord is his shield. All these things that you see David declaring in this song and other things that he writes, it is the Lord. But it really draws a question to us. Do we live this way, folks? Are we living this way? Are we living this way knowing that there is no other rock beside God? Knowing that there is no other God besides the Lord? And you say, well, that's sort of a stupid question. It, oh, no, 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 no. You know, uh, God describes himself saying that he is God of all gods. And people go, well, there are no other gods. Oh, yeah, there are. Yeah, there are. We've talked about that before. But there are no other Yahweh most high God. He is the most high of all the gods. And that's what God means when he says that. It means exactly what he says. He's God of all the gods. Why would we choose to go any other way, right? Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.